Hey guys, the episode that you're listening to today is a two-parter, so stay tuned. This morning I went out and it was snowing a little bit, so, um, yeah, I guess, um, we're, we're off to a great springtime here. Spring doesn't, when does it start, like March 20th? Later in March, I think, right? Yeah, it starts March 20th, but um, Paxitani Phil said that um, we're getting six more weeks of winter. I guess I should say now, um, if you remember last week's episode, we talked about um, the Plain White Tees and how they only have three songs. Yes, we did. Well, I mean, well, three okay, relevant they have, songs. That's, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, well friend of the pod mary kate um performed rhythm of love for me so i now know how that song sounds mary kate if you're listening and you would like us to put um your performance in a future episode uh just send that to the email yeah, do it do it so movies claudia have you movies. watched any good movies recently oh, well i've watched one that i'm really rearing to talk about today now would you classify this movie as like a, a blockbuster hit um would you say it not has well-known actors and sex no and no, no. um i'll sword? be honest i don't know if i can am i allowed to say this i saw the promo pictures for this movie and um they reminded me of well i was gonna say something but no just say it <laughs> i don't know if anyone is familiar with <laughs> you know like um basically they're in a park and it's a girl and two guys and um it kind of looked like a bad youtube sketch or like um I don't know, a movie that grown-ups watch, so... We'll have to post the photos on our Instagram, and then you guys can decide what you yeah. think the circumstances uh, look like for the promo photos. Oui. My So the movie that I watched had no promo photos, which I was a little bit surprised about, um, because they took the time to make a whole trailer. But they wow. didn't have any promo... <laughs> <You know, laughs> Claudia, yours had a trailer. I watched it. I, uh, that's funny that you watched the trailer because I didn't. I, I kind of wanted to go in blind, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to have any background on what this movie was going to be. Well, I wanted to know like a little bit about the one that you were watching because I was worried that one of ours was going to be much worse than the other one. So I was like, let me see what Claudia's is like <laughs> and how similar it is to mine. But they seemed fairly similar. I don't. I, I honestly don't know anything about the movie that you watched. But, oh, but should you will. we? We should get into our intro here. We're talking in in very um, vague terms. So. Oh yes. Okay. Well. Let's... Hello, ladies. And lovers. I'm Natalie. And I'm Claudia. And welcome to Long Shot Love. The only podcast that brings you the world's most one-sided love stories. So if you're new here, here's a quick little overview of what we do here on Longshot Love. Longshot Love is recorded by best friends, Natalie and myself, trying hey. to bring you the funny side of romance. We take on mundane, everyday encounters and analyze them as small, one-sided love stories. But today, Claudia, today's episode is going to be a little bit different from our normal formatting. Um, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> because today... 
We're going to be battling it out between two movies that we found last week when we were doing our research for our pop culture episode that are both titled Misconnections. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm really excited for this. Um, just because my movie was available for streaming exclusively on IMDb, <laughs> I didn't even know that IMDb had movies that you could stream, but, but rest aren't assured. You so happy that you found that out? Yeah, um, it was an experience. Um, we do have some structure here, though. Um, yes, I've we actually. Do. I've created a rubric for us to um, score these movies on, and it's going to be a head-to-head battle to the death. I'm just kidding. No one's going to die. But, Maybe these um, movies will. That's true. They, they were already... Live, <laughs> that's true. Um, but but no spoilers. Um, I did make this rubric. Um, we're going to average out the scores at the end and see which one comes out on top. But... Um, if you've ever been in school before um, and you've gotten a rubric um, for an essay. Been in school before. <laughs> yeah, that's relatable, right? Yeah, um, I love being relatable on this podcast. Yeah, um, that feeling when you're in school. Uh, <laughs> am I right? That's really anyway. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really relatable. So anyway, I made this rubric on a score from uh one to four and full disclosure i based this off of a template that i found googling essay rubrics i was Um, gonna say it looks i felt like i was getting my essay from like i don't know high school graded when i looked at this rubric and it scared me but it's a really good rubric i have to say i had no part in it claudia did it all but i read it over last night and i was like Wow, you Thank should have been you. a little teacher. <laughs> a little teacher, little baby teacher. Oh, little baby teachy yeah. <laughs> Um, So the top part, I don't know how accurate it is because I did base that part off of like what I found on Google. Um, but one is weak, two is adequate, three is proficient, and four is exceptional. Um, but don't worry because I have descriptions for every category that we're going to go down That's on here. Helpful. And also, I can post this on the Instagram if you guys want to watch the movies and follow along. Uh, yeah. We'll be posting it on there. So If you decide that you'd like that. to watch these and you want to cross-reference the rubric, um, be my guest. I worked very hard on this. Yeah, um, so the five categories we have here are story, characters, acting, romance, of course, and then just overall experience. Um so I have these descriptions written out. One on story is the story was not good. It had major issues. It didn't make sense. I would rather watch paint dry. Two is adequate. Um, the story was uninteresting. It had pacing issues and there were many plot holes. Three, I could follow the story. It dragged at some points. There were some plot holes. Four, the story kept me engaged. It was compelling and well-paced. Not too many plot holes. Stop me if you want to add something here. Um, I'm trying to think of things to add, but I don't want to give anything away about our movies, so I'll... Oh, I wrote this rubric before um, I watched mine, so don't worry. Uh, There are no spoilers. I know you're all very much looking forward to watching these movies yourself. super invested. Um, and, you know, once I start getting into uh, my movie's spoilers, I will give you a heads up so you can just skip to the part where <laughs> where uh, there aren't any spoilers and you can enjoy it for yourself. 
But anyway, um, next category, characters. Um, for one, I wrote, fuck these characters. They were terrible, and I wanted to see their downfall. Yeah, that's a harsh one. Yeah. Some of them are so I, harsh that I'm like, well... <laughs> I don't know if I could I, say that I wanted them all to die, but... Okay, I didn't... I was going to write die, but I thought that was a little <laughs> extreme, so I wrote downfall instead. I feel like as I was making this rubric, I just progressively got angrier, um, and then my... And you um, hadn't even watched the movie yet. I know, I, I was just... It was in anticipation. Um, two is these characters weren't likable or interesting. I didn't care if they lived or died. See, there it is. Yeah, that maybe two's a little harsh, but, you know, it's already written, so we can't change it now. <laughs> Three is the characters were all right. They had some good moments. Four is the characters were compelling. I got attached, and I was rooting for them. Um, that's all I have to say on that. Uh, for acting, one, this was offensively bad. No emotion, no impact. Two, there were multiple scenes where the acting took me out of the movie. Don't quit your day job. Three, the acting was okay. Standard performance. It wasn't offensively bad, but it wasn't great either. Four, this is some award-winning acting. It immersed me in the movie. Four is like, you want to give these actors an, an Oscar. Yeah. I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be expecting any fours for, for these categories. If we got... If we got a four um, in this review process, uh, in any category really, I I'm I'm gonna be shocked. But mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll be surprised. Um, romance. Okay, this is arguably the most important category here. So one, there does not exist a universe where anyone would consider this a good romance. <laughs> Toxic, and I wrote toxic in all caps, just so you know. Um, two, in what world would these characters ever interact, let alone get together? Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's fair, right? Um, no, that's very fair. So, three, the chemistry is kind of weird, but somehow it works. I kept that one simple. Mm. Um, I feel like I went a little too extreme on four here. Maybe the expectations might be too high, but let me just, you know, I'm a romantic, so I just went all for it. Four is this romance made me question every romantic interaction I've ever been, I've ever had because it was so good. But I love stories like that. Me Those too. Are the best ones. I just, I didn't want, um, you know, if a, if a romance was that good, okay, not to get into another movie, but, um, if anyone's ever seen uh, If Beale Street Could Talk, uh, we yeah. watched that oh, movie. We saw that together in D.C. We did, yeah. and it was quite good. So um, if you're familiar with that movie, uh, I would give that movie a four for the romance. What a good movie. Heartbreaking True. movie, but really, really good. True. And when me and Claudia saw this, we were literally in, um, me, Claudia, and Maddie, our, um, our, our good friend oh. Madison, who used to host this podcast with us, gone we, but not forgotten we miss you um we miss you, but she's not dead um, <laughs> she's she's still alive we were watching if beale street could talk and we were in literally the first row of the theater oh yeah remember i remember we i remember our necks to watch that movie <laughs> oh man good times 
Good times. It was a it was a good movie. Honestly, it got snubbed at the Oscars, but that's another story for the for another time. Let me get into the last category mm. here, which is overall, overall um, experience. Overall experience, like in Four Weddings. Yep, yep, Love that show. <laughs> um, so overall, for one, I would never want myself or anyone else to watch this movie. I feel that one. Yeah, that's the mood. Um, two is, this movie was bad, but I might watch it as a gag. Um, three is, if this movie came on, I would watch it. So, like, you know when you're flipping through the channels? I do, and, I do. Yeah, it's like that kind of movie. Mm -hmm. And four is, I would happily watch this movie again. That's so. Funny. That's a funny one. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because, uh, we know that's not happening. It's just so basically, the, these movies, um, thank you for that, Claudia. That was really good, by the way. Oh, um, thank you. And again, we'll be posting that on Instagram if you want a little recap of that and to follow along with the pod. But yeah, these movies are not, you know, blockbuster, <laughs> any sort of. They're um, not well known actors or, are, you know, producers or directors, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's m plenty of good movies that are made like that, but they have. These have very low budgets. They're not. You wouldn't find out about them unless you're you have know. to you have to be looking for these movies exactly. to find to them be looking for them or know someone in the cast or <laughs> it's I, they have the same kind of feeling as we said last episode of like a homemade movie you have to make for your you know for your school for your project school project in yeah. high school they have that energy so yeah. that's why we're kind of giving these a an air of like we're not sitting here watching Oscar nominated movies. Well, know? we could be, you know, wait for the rubric. <laughs> Claudia, if you come um. out with all fours about your movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. I mean, start packing, babe. Don't you dare! Don't. Claudia, I'm I just. Swear. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. I, 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 of course, I wouldn't give away my rating so easily. No, you no, have no. to work for it. No, I'm no. keeping you listening. Um, I think we labeled all of these movies, as, or there's only two of them, but I'm pretty sure we we called them D-list mm. movies. Which so. I don't really have any basis for that. I just like calling them D-list movies. Um, they I don't. A little I higher. don't <laughs> I don't think you're wrong um I'll just say that okay I don't well, think I guess you're wrong when we get into my movie I'll talk about why I think mine might not be d-list I don't know what the categories are so we'll go d-list for now all right yeah we'll we'll, we'll figure out the details at the end mm -hmm. um so again my movie was available for streaming on IMDb, um, the hallmark of a good movie. Exactly. That That is definitely not a red flag. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a description from IMDb, and then I'm just going to get right into it. Okay. So this, <laughs> yeah, get excited. Um, so this movie has a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, which, to be honest, doesn't sound that bad. Doesn't but if bad. you know, if you know movies on IMDb, bad movies like usually have like around that rating. I don't think I've ever seen a movie rated under four out of 10 on IMDb. People are generous um, on IMDb. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but here's the description. Um, they write. Mark Reed, a romance novelist, is set up on a blind date by his overexcited sister, 
Mark, a little less than enthusiastic, ends up picking up the wrong girl from the apartment complex. Um, How do you do that? How do you do that? I honestly... Um, I, I, okay, I'll be I'll be generous. When you watch the movie, it makes sense. But um, <laughs> um, the the director is Brandon Ho. So um, and and there's some uh, representation. Um, there's a um, Southeast Asian male wow. lead in this movie. So, Wait, in mine um, too. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we love the representation. Would I say lead? No, I wouldn't say. Lead. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I, I, maybe I wouldn't call this guy a lead either. I don't, I don't. Okay, well, let me He's just in get into it. He's in the movie. <laughs> that's, that's something, right? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll take what we can get. Um, here's what I wrote about the movie. I, I have a lot of notes that I'm going to go over, but this is just my brief synopsis for so what. Notes. Okay. <laughs> me and Claudia were texting each other yesterday while we were each like respectively watching our movies and each of us took four full pages of notes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would pause the movie sometimes to write down some of the dialogue because I was like, too. this has to go in the movie. I mean, this has to go in the episode. It doesn't matter if this has nothing to do with the plot. It's going in the episode. No, I'll be honest. I wrote a lot of notes that aren't actually that relevant to the plot, oh, yeah, but it was too. just but like... It, it also, like, I feel like the notes that are not relevant to the plot are the ones that show, like, the movie's true... Um, how do I say this? Like it it's shows true, the true essence. Colors. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's like I the bad you. dialogue and and the plot holes. Like those are the important parts. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. I I I'm not gonna lie. I don't know anything about your movie, but I was scrolling through your notes and I saw a line that you picked out, and yeah. I just am really excited to yeah, hear yeah, you. Yeah. I think um, I know what you're talking about? Yeah. But I'm just going to get right into it. So, um, basically, this movie deals with a love triangle, and you would think that was juicy, right? Yeah, like, that sounds interesting. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, it's definitely not as interesting as you think it is. Um, so, <laughs> this movie um, confused me a lot because, you know, it was labeled as a family movie on IMDb, mm-hmm. but Mark is a romance novelist, and he doesn't just write baby romance, like, they say, I love like, baby romance. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Rugrats in Paris. Yeah, I love a good little baby romance, a little kiss under the Rugrats Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. Um, they, like, the characters say, like, oh, this is some sexy romance, like, which implies, you know. This um, is some sexy romance. I mean, they with say there's one of, one of, with babies, there are no babies in the romance. I will say in Mark's defense, I don't think he's a pedophile. Um, I don't know, but I'm just from the plot of the movie. I don't yes, think so. Give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> um, you know, so so the characters say like oh like this is sexy romance and there's a scene where it kind of seems like mark is writing some smut um is he over there on wattpad that's what it it basically seems like that and honestly mark is kind of a wattpad character you know at the beginning he's sitting on a park bench with his notebook um writing and looking at other people falling in love and and i feel like this movie could pass for a wattpad story 
but I'm not gonna get too ahead of myself a here. Wop had stories are not made into. Well, well, that's, that's not, not true. true. <laughs> that's after after. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Most there's a reason why most Wop had stories aren't made into movies. Yeah, um, but you know, so I'm watching this, and this movie is I, I'm pretty sure it's rated PG. Mm-hmm. Um, it's labeled as a family movie, mm-hmm. but honestly. Yeah, um, but honestly, it's like pick a struggle, you know, because I don't want to be thinking about um, smut when I'm watching a family Family movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, And even though this movie came out in 2015, you could have told me it came out in 2002 and I would have believed you (laughs) for a couple of reasons. Um, First of all, the fashion, everyone was dressing like it was the early 2000s. Yeah, my movie was the exact same way. Yeah. And, And, you know, it makes more sense for your movie because that's 2012. Okay, we're still transitioning to this new era. 2015 was was not that long ago. I wasn't wearing, like, justice pants in 2015. Speak for yourself. All right. Well, (laughs) sorry. No offense to to the justice girls out there, to the horse girls. I respect you. Honestly, I was wearing children's place until, like, eighth grade as well. There we go. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. So, um, here's the basic plot, the way that I saw it. Um, Mark is a beta male and he can't hold down a relationship. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any social skills. Um, but somehow he is in fact a successful romance novelist. Like apparently he's got some notoriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, there's this female lead. Her name is Jessie and she's dissatisfied with her love interest, Trent, because mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he's caught between Jesse and this other girl that we never see, but apparently she sings and that's why he likes her. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, as, as one does. And by the way, I just want to say that Trent is a textbook himbo. He's buff Aww. and stupid and he's, he's pretty nice, um, from what we see. I love himbos. Yeah, me too. Um, so uh, honestly, Trent was like kind of carrying this movie for me as I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, naturally, because um, Trent is making this decision, Jessie decides that the best way to resolve her relationship issues is to cheat on Trent. Um, we, we love Aww. that conclusion that she jumps to. And so the here's here's another thing um mark has a sister her name is julia and julia knows that mark is a mega dweeb so she sets him yeah well if you watch it you he's um you know i wrote this in my notes too but i'll i'll get into that um he he's a nerd uh but but julia sets him up on this blind date right Mm -hmm. um so and and as you know from the imdb uh, movie description there's a misunderstanding. Um, Jesse is standing outside of the same apartment complex where Mark is supposed to pick up his blind date. And he tells her to get in and, you know, she's really eager to cheat on her man. So she goes along with no. it. I'm, yeah. Oh. Uh, and um, the story. You said there was like a good explanation for that. That wasn't good enough. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to give you some more details. <laughs> I mean, I've said good, but I use that term loosely. I don't know if you that should makes expect her sound like a, a prostitute. 
which <laughs> like there's nothing, there's obviously I mean, nothing wrong with that but there, no we but support she's sex work outside jumping into a man's car so she can cheat on her man i mean yeah why would you when you into s- a random man's oh, car that you don't oh. know when you right, say it like that <laughs> um okay so let me say this movie starts with um happy-go-lucky music i'm pretty sure it's royalty free because i'm pretty sure i've watched youtube videos like with this same music yeah. and in addition to that the credits are in aerial font oh, um <laughs> Yeah, the the credits are literally in the same font that we write our scripts in, and we don't we don't format these scripts, babe. So no, we don't. Um, and yeah, they didn't format the, the credits either. What's wrong? With well, that? they tried to. They did like a little typewriter noise when the credits oh, were coming in. Wow. So yeah, um, and and here's another thing another reason why i say i feel like this movie could have come out in the early 2000s um it's 2015 i don't know what iphone we were on back then but i'm pretty sure it wasn't the first one and that's the phone all of the characters had what there's so many similarities between our two movies it's insane oh my gosh wait i'm excited to hear about yours yeah okay mine every character has the exact same phone yeah yeah um that's how mine is too but you know when you watch a movie and like it doesn't look like the screen on the phone is the actual phone screen like it looks like they kind of superimposed like (laughs) a screen on the phone they had a budget for that i don't know if that's what they did but i was just getting um those vibes i see i see so yeah um here's our main character mark and his sister julia owns a sandwich shop uh with her husband his name's george and yeah and um i I don't know like this isn't really relevant but um i was looking at the sandwich board in the sandwich shop and i noticed that they had a sandwich called the snoop dog so i was just wondering what that would have been but I don't know. I, because the other sandwiches had normal names, and <laughs> then there's a Snoop Dogg on there. I'm like, well, did he like come that. and order a sandwich yeah, from I here? Like I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's some underlying message of, I don't know, Catholic guilt in this movie. Um, because I got that sense a few times watching it. Like, for example, um... Mark and Julia's mom apparently thinks that Julia's first ever kiss was at her wedding. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, are they Catholic? I don't know if they're Catholic. Um, that's just what I'm most familiar with from my upbringing. Um, are they Mormon? I don't know. I don't know what. I, I think there's some kind of Christian because Mark talks about, like, going to church or whatever. Oh. So. I don't know if this might be some like underlying propaganda but probably not because it only comes up like the in in two particular scenes but um so yeah julia um is like well i had my first kiss with a real man at my wedding which is like did you not kiss your husband until you got married i mean <laughs> i'm not trying to I'm not trying to shame people who um, want to go slow, but it just seems odd to me because that implies that she had kissed other people before. Yeah, that's very strange. 
but yeah do you remember i don't know if you do but i'm a very big tlc fan like the channel yeah me too do you remember uh shoot what was the show called it was basically a show about people who were like virgins i've seen it into life yeah and there's that one where they don't kiss until the wedding i know and then they you know, make they out the on wedding, the wedding and they're day like hitting each other's faces because <laughs> they don't know how to kiss that must have been julia at her wedding that's what i'm thinking <laughs> that was what it was based off of yeah yeah i don't that know did that, when did episode. that when did that come out was that um before or after 2015 Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it must have been because they for sure based, yeah, based that real movie. life. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> they based that real life situation off of this movie. Mm. Um, I have in my notes that Iraq is exotic because um, <laughs> because Mark is for his next novel, um, he's trying to come up with um a scenario a new scenario and in a female lead and whatever and he's saying that he wants to go to some remote location to do this and so uh he's like oh maybe i'll go to france and then julia and george are like or you could go to maui and then mark is like snarky so he's like or i could go to iraq and and julia oh, is like book while there's a war going on see how yeah, that works out for you it was very tone deaf um and julia's like wow that's exotic i mean i'm sure iraq is um nice um but, yeah that sounds tone deaf uh let me not let me not get into some geopolitical <laughs> analysis here um yeah but mark is a romance novelist if you didn't get that um and it seems like he's a secret romantic i wrote that he is a corny dweeb and that is not a good thing i said in what world would i think that was a good thing i don't know sometimes being corny can be cute but it's not cute but everything it's like... else you've explained to me about mark so far i wouldn't I, I would hate this man yeah yeah um so i i also wrote has this man ever gotten pussy before (laughs) um this is just my live thoughts while i was watching this movie by the way um sorry that was vulgar i just um i just that that's what came to mind Mm. um so yeah being that mark is like such a loser um julia is trying to set him up with a new girl um she's just like hey you are pathetic so let's get you a girlfriend (laughs) um and she's all like hey mark girls think writing is hot which like do they really no she is i feel like if mark was a different kind of guy like if he was like a like a poetic like you know free-spirited type i would go along with that Mm. but mark writes smut and um (laughs) that's true he doesn't i would not want to be with a someone who like their full-time job is writing smut fanfics yeah they okay well they don't say that but like that's the vibe that i got Yeah. yeah um yeah so he um and he doesn't look like he looks like a generic white guy you know he's just 
I guess he's kind of tall. Um, you know what I wrote um, during this, or I was thinking it? I said he kind of reminds me of a discount Bo Burnham, and I like Bo Burnham, mm-hmm. but um, but this Bo Burnham's is... pretty normal looking. So a discount version. Yeah. Of okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll post <laughs> pictures also again from from these movies on our yeah, Instagram, like, so you can see what Mark looks like. Yeah. Um. So. Mark is leaving, and Julia and George are making out for some reason, and then <laughs> we see we cut. Married. I know, but Jeez, Claudia, th- you're running a business. They're doing it in the sandwich shop. Like, okay. who wants to How see do you, that? Why do you think Snoop Dogg came in in the first place? <laughs> you know what? I didn't even think about that. You're yeah. right. Um. So then we cut to this girl. She's running in yoga pants, and I'm talking about like flared yoga pants. <laughs> Who does that? Ooh, that's very. That sounds like it's two thousand and two. Yeah. Um. That's why I was thinking that. But mm. she's running in her flared yoga pants, and then she comes back to her apartment, and this man is there for some reason, and she's he's like, "Oh, how's your run?" And she's like, "There was a lot of dog poop." And I'm like, "Why did you put this conversation in the movie?" Yeah, they're just so unnecessary. Some of these movies, like. I feel like they didn't read the script over more than once, you know? <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. Um, but I, I do feel that this movie was made in one take. Like, they just went on the fly. Um, I think they had scripts, but I they were just... They wrote the script. They didn't read it. They didn't proof. They didn't proofread. They filmed it all in one take, and they used a flip camera. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, this man is in her apartment. We don't get an explanation, but then we find out that this is this girl's boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. The girl's name is Jesse, and the boyfriend's name is Trent, yeah. and they're talking about moving in together. Um, and I said Trent is a Chad, because he kind of is. <laughs> um, he's just, like, buff, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, yeah. he's he's got this girl. No, this is why I wrote this, because he says, um, Jesse brings up, so uh, when are you going to bring your stuff over? And he's all like, well, I'm not sure, because I was talking to Becca, who is this other girl that we never see, mm-hmm. and she wrote the me singer. a song. Yeah, she. he's like, she wrote me a song and asked me to move in together, um, which is wild, because this man has two women asking that to move in together. They both want to move in at the same time, and they both know about the other one. In what world? I know. Well, that's why I was so confused because she's, like, kind of annoyed about it but not mad enough to, like, break up with him over it. But she wants to cheat on him and it just doesn't make any yeah, well, sense. Yeah, well, she goes, did you cheat on me? And he says, no, unless you consider cuddling cheating, which I kind of do, but, <laughs> um, but you know, they didn't kiss apparently, so. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah he's wooed by this other girl's songwriting not like we as the viewer would know because we never see her her yeah um but apparently she's good because it was good enough to get him to consider it yeah so he's torn yeah he's torn exactly he's torn because he's kind of like oh well i love you babe um babe is jesse but but I just don't know how I'm gonna turn down this other girl. Yeah. Um, he's a hi- he's a himbo. Um, I wrote this multiple times. Um, he's just so dumb. Every time he does something that's himbo, like you write it again. Yeah, 
Yeah, I do. It's probably in here like 20 separate times. So I won't, I'll just say it once just so you know. He is not smart, but he is, he's pretty, um, you know, conventionally handsome, I guess. There we go. That's what um, I wanted to hear. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to the park and Mark is sitting in there. He's talking to his publisher first, um, because he's working on this new book. Who's publishing him? (laughs) I don't know. He's, like, on his cell phone, and he's like, I'll have the story ready for you by this week, Ellen. Even though he hasn't written, like, like, any of the story. Yeah. Do a favor, dude. Nobody else is going to publish this crap. Literally. Um, so then Mark's sister calls him, and then he answers, hello, pregnancy hotline, which is, like, do you think that's funny? Like, why, why would you ever she... say that to your sibling? <laughs> well, also, like, it doesn't even make sense because, like, she already knows who he is. She's calling him. It's not like she got a call from him that said a pregnancy hotline. It's like, it oh no, <laughs> make a damn bit of sense. <laughs> no, but I am gonna start answering the phone like that. Yeah, that's a that's a good call. Maybe I will too. Um, is there actually a pregnancy hotline? I don't even think there is. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, we're calling to tell you that you are pregnant. pregnant. (laughs) Like, how does that work? Um, So then we cut back to Jessie. She's Skyping with her dad, who I said looks like a Kmart brand Eugene Levy, and he really does. Like, I don't know. You you have to watch it to to know, but he's got the eyebrows, so that's why I wrote that. Um, And then... So, this man's acting is also terrible. Like, up until this point, the acting was very, um, oof. Mm. But the actor that they got for the dad, like, it was just so astronomically bad that I I really was sitting there. And I wrote out, THE DAD'S ACTING <laughs> in all caps. Um, okay, so, yeah, Jesse's talking to her dad, and the dad is like, just break up with Trent if you don't want to be with him. Uh, there's he's plenty right of guys. <laughs> he is. He's making points. In spite of his bad acting, I did think he had points some points. <sighs> and that's on period. Um, but, yeah, the dad is like, you should totally just break up with Trent and come move back home. Because we find out that the whole reason that Jesse is living in this area, we never actually find out like where this is. But apparently she moved there so that she could be with Trent. And so... Okay. How long... Do they say how long Trent and Jesse have been together? Um, I guess it's kind of implied later on, but they never give, like, an exact number or anything. Anyway, so... So, yeah, the dad is like, just leave him. And then she's like... Wait, this is a great idea, Dad. I should just cheat on him, and then he'll realize how much he wants me. <laughs> yeah, that's what your dad was trying to tell you. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, Jesse. And, she, and then she just hangs up on the Skype call. Poor dad. Yeah, so <laughs> then there's a montage Thank of... <laughs> it's a musical montage with that royalty-free music. Oh, and... oh good lord. <laughs> And she's putting on, like, this is just, like, a snapshot of the early 2000s. Like, she's got those um, thick band tank tops that, like, yes. hang. Yeah, you yes. know what I'm talking about yes, with, I like, 
the patterns and um she's dressing like this so she can go out and find a man that she can cheat on trent with i there's no montage i love more than an early 2000s montage where they're trying on a bunch of different clothes they're the best ones yeah it's true and this movie really captures it um yeah they want to give the people what we want yeah they they know their audience Mm -hmm. so uh, and I also wanted to say that that this montage also includes a fedora um, that the girl is wearing. Yeah, she that. doesn't end up wearing it out, but I just wanted that in there that it was a consideration. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, so apparently um, Mark's sister, um, if you remember, she called him. The reason being is because she wanted to set him up on a blind date. Mm-hmm. So Mark doesn't know anything about this girl, and the sister just tells him, "All right, she's gonna meet you at the apartment complex." So Sounds great that he doesn't know her name or what she looks <laughs> exactly. like. Exactly. Well, this is how the misunderstanding is co- like. So much could have been if he just would have known what color her hair was. I mean, it, it, yeah, this would have been. <laughs> This is how the misunderstanding happens, because he doesn't know anything about this girl. Not even her name, which is relevant, um, but I'll get into it. Um, Yeah, so he doesn't know anything about this girl. He pulls up to the apartment. Jesse is just standing outside for some reason. I guess she's (laughs) waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now she's wearing... pattern tank top and her chunky headband and... She's. Bangles. Let me describe her outfit. The the final decision that she made for you. Um, she goes with this um short sleeve um blouse. It's got like ruffles, and then this knee length black skirt and black flats. She kind of reminds knee me of how I skirt. Yeah. You're trying to cheat on your man and you're wearing a <laughs> knee length skirt. She was dressed like a Mormon, um, thinking that she was gonna get some tail. She um, was right, I mean, yeah, I guess from how the movie kinda went along, she wasn't wrong. But um yeah, so she's dressed like this. I was gonna say it kinda reminds me of how I used to dress for my middle school band concerts. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I, I i find a picture um oh, we might be able comparison. to we might be able to post it on the instagram but a um really good comparison because those outfits were um amazing yeah it was a um an era of style um but yeah so mark sees her standing outside of her apartment and he's like Hey, are you weird? That's his first date no. to what he says to his his um no. date or who like, he thinks. Hell yeah, this is the man I'm gonna cheat on my boyfriend with. Basically, um, he, he's like, "Are you weird?" And she's like, "Um, I don't know. I pretend to be from France sometimes because she's quirky like that." I saw yeah. that in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, it, it is relevant for for a, a later scene. Um. And he's like, (laughs) and he's like, all right, um, that's fine with me. And she gets in his car. This man could like literally be a serial killer. She doesn't know anything about, like, he doesn't give context. Like, all right, I'm, I'm your blind date. She's just like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. are Are you weird? Like if I'm, if someone said that to me as like our first 
interaction, I would not want to go on a date with them. This kind of reminds me of how people acted before, like, the 70s when there were a bunch of serial killers, when everyone was hitchhiking and was it very was, trusting. But it was very, one, very much that. Yeah. Um, you can't yeah. be trusting anymore. You really can't, and it's like... You just can't go into a random man's car, knowing what we know now, yeah, but no. I guess we're in a movie universe, nothing really matters. Mm. Um, he's not a serial killer, in case you're wondering, that's not yeah. a spoiler. That would have been a fun twist. That would have been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so, Mark thinks that Jesse's his blind date, and I wrote, Jesse goes along with it, as she's eager to cuck her man. <laughs> Um, and that's kind of what ends up happening, um, but let me not get ahead of myself. So, then we see, Jesse gets in the car, they drive off, then the real blind date walks out, and she's all sad because she thinks she's getting stood up. It's terrible. And it's like- here's the real question. What was she wearing? She, now she had a Justice outfit on, if I've ever seen it. She had layers. Um, she had like a short- sleeve like tunic top that went to like her knees and like um you know those patterns that you would wear in that time well not that time but you know when you were like wearing clothes from justice so she was dressed to the nines and she got stood up it was sad um yeah so and and i also wrote why does no one text in this movie because if you didn't want um your brother to know what the blind date was gonna look like that's one thing but at the very least like you can give them like each other's contact information there's a lot a lot of plot holes already that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna poke at them because i don't want to get into it yeah um so then um jesse's in mark's car Mark has all of these sticky notes in the car just talking about um, different, like, stories he wants to write. He's an artist, Claudio. Yeah, and... his creative mind works. And then I noticed that um, they talk about this for some reason. Um, There's... He wants to write a story about um, a Romany person, but they call, you know... I'm pretty sure it's a slur, so I don't want to say it, but, um, yeah, they're just talking about that, and I'm like, Mark, you are white, like, this, Mark is, like, the, the whitest guy, and it's like, why are you, um, appropriating this culture right now? Stay in your lane, brother. (laughs) Um, because he, Ellen needs it on her desk by tomorrow. It's true. Nothing else to write about other than other people's cultures. So at this point, I wrote um, Mark writes erotic friend fiction because that's (laughs) that's why why friend fiction. Because it didn't seem like um, I don't know. You've seen Bob's Burgers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was like platonic, but also like something sexy in there, like. Well, like, Jesse literally says, like, oh, so you write sexy stories, um, and he's like, yeah, I guess, and then I said that, um, I'm not even gonna elaborate what the distinction between the fan fiction and the friend fiction is, I'm just gonna keep going, (laughs) so then I said, Mark is giving incel vibes, which he totally is, he's like, 
you know, women, they never know what they want. Right. And um, I, I just don't understand them. And I'm never going to have a girl. Okay. I'm like, Good. bro. I, I hope not. You don't uh, deserve one. Oh, oh, but just you wait. Well, I mean, of course he's going to get the girl, but... Of course. Um, so then Mark is like, so this is what we're doing tonight. And it's literally the middle of the day, and all of these characters keep saying, tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like they live um, in that part of Alaska where it's daylight, daylight 24 hours. Yeah, maybe, because there it was not there. Actually, at the end of the movie, like, it's nighttime. Oh, or, like, near the end. Um, but, like, for the rest of the movie, they keep saying, like, oh, tonight, tonight. I'm like, it looks like it's 11 o'clock out, like, in the morning. Um, so, yeah, that's just what I'm thinking. So, this is the date that Mark has planned out, being the Casanova that he is. Uh, well, first of all, um, before they even get to the sandwich shop, his sister's sandwich shop that he's going to take this girl to, it's like a subway, by the way, it's not like a fancy, um, <laughs> it's not like a fancy sandwich shop. Great, great date. Would you, would you, like, how would you react if someone took you to, like, like a subway for your first date um i'm not super picky but i don't like subway <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly yeah um so I well i'm not picky either jersey mike's at yeah least one step up i guess this was cl- like it wasn't a chain like it's a family-owned sub shop which i do like subs the thing is though like how are you gonna like decide our date like our whole date if you're gonna be the planner then just you know come up with something you know good or or tell me about it don't just take me to a sub shop and be like all right have at it because mark then like walks away (laughs) um anyway so they fight on the way there because mark is like (laughs) mark yeah, Mark is a douche, and she's she gets out of the car while he's driving, and then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just give me another chance, and she's like, okay, and they make up immediately. That's a huge rom-com thing. Yeah, and so then um, Jesse's like, wow, Mark, you're really bad at dating, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, I know, and she's still on this date anyway, like, I, I guess. She really wants to cheat. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like you could have found somebody else to do it with. Anyway, so Mark goes to the sub shop. There's a... So he goes to the bathroom in the sub shop, and there's a guy crying in the bathroom. But the way that they shot this, I feel like they were trying to imply it looked like he was doing something else. Um, Yeah, I'll leave it to your imagination to what that might be but he's like crouched down (laughs) (laughs) um and he's out in the open and mark walks in he's like you know if you're gonna do that like you should probably go to a stall (laughs) and then (laughs) this guy turns around and it's trent and himbo trent yeah he's crying because he's so torn about this love triangle that he's in um blissfully unaware that mark is stealing his girl right from under his nose there's only one place clearly in this whole town to get any food and it's this (laughs) yeah 
yeah, it's true. Um, so Trent tells Mark about his love problems. Mark is also oblivious at this point because he doesn't know that Jesse is um, trying to cheat on her man. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I have these two girls and one of them is like super creative and a songwriter and the other one is kind of boring, but she's like a great girl and like always been there for me. <laughs> and that's like how i would be described same (laughs) (laughs) and mark is like you should stick with the more reliable one that being jesse and not hit he doesn't know this of course but like you know you as the viewer know like oh it's jesse and and mark is like you know what or i'm sorry trent is like you know what you're right i i'm i need to make it up to her and he's gonna do this grand romantic gesture and he plans to make her dessert because that's something that he used to do for her all the time and um tell her that he's ready to take the next step and move in with her um, mind you, Jesse is in this sandwich shop, so then, um, Trent goes up to the counter to order his sandwich, and Jesse is behind the counter for some reason at this point, like, she, with- She, like, got a job while they were in the bathroom. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's been but... too damn long, I want to eat. <laughs> yeah, um, but, so Julia's not there, but George is, and- Jesse's talking to George. George thinks that Jesse is like Julia's friend. That's how they got set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Trent walks up to the counter and she sees him coming and she doesn't want him to know that she's there. So she hides under the counter. And then Trent is like, or is it Trent or George? To be honest, I don't remember who said this line, but I have it in quotes here. He says, women are like sandwiches because... They're different, but they're all still good. <laughs> um, so I thought that was going to be, like, very misogynistic at first, but it actually turned out being kind of nice. Honestly, I'm pretty sure Trent said this. Um, he's, he's, like, kind of a wholesome guy. A little himbo. A little himbo. Um, that's why, like, usually I would be more mad that he cuddled with another woman, because I think that's a no-no, but he's just such a likable guy that... He's just so st- stupid yeah that's the thing it's like he's just a he really shouldn't cuddling is no (laughs) i don't think he does like i'm he's a himbo um through and through and so i have to forgive any transgressions that he makes because it's like he doesn't know any better Mm. um so then um mark forgets his elderly friend greg's birthday so at this point we think that greg is mark's grandpa for a while here's what happens mark is like at the sandwich shop he gets an extra sandwich not for jesse he doesn't buy shit for jesse he gets an extra sandwich for greg um because he forgot his birthday and he wants to bring it to him um for as a birthday present and he takes jesse with him to, to go see greg he's awful yeah he's pretty bad um so they go to greg's house and greg greg um opens the door and then his carer is with him like he's old right so and they say he has dementia but honestly he seems pretty quick on his feet because he's roasting mark a I- lot for being a deadbeat good as he should my new favorite character 
yeah, Greg is Greg is a cool guy. Um, we like Greg. So yeah, the grandpa or sorry, Greg is like, all right. So what did you get me for my birthday? And Greg or, and Mark is like, oh, I brought you this sandwich. And he's like, wait, like there's got to be something more. And then Jesse, she's just Jesse is just here for the drama. So she's like, actually, Mark did get you a gift. And it's like, what are you expecting this man to do? And she's been for like a half hour. Yeah. Um. So so then she says, actually, Mark wrote a song for you. Great. And I'm like, what? And so then Mark is like, Uno reverse card. Actually, I wrote the song for Jesse to perform to you. And it's wow, like, wow, he said, shut up yeah and it's like greg doesn't even know who jesse is like mark never introduces her or anything yeah um he's just like yeah he, he he's like i wrote the song for her to perform for you and then jesse is like well but your falsettos just sound so good in it so it's really meant for you and then they decide um they're just gonna perform together so so Jesse is standing, and then Mark goes to sit down. There's a piano, uh, but he doesn't play the piano. He instead, like, it seems like he pulls a guitar out of his pocket. Great. Yeah, and they start singing a song about prunes that is, like, clearly made up on the fly. Like, I... I elderly people? Yeah, I guess they. I mean, Jesse straight up calls Greg ugly in the song. <laughs> um, Greg is not impressed. Um, but his carer Maria, she's she's very impressed. She's like, wow, that song was so good, even though it was like obviously improvised. Um, but she's blown away. She thinks that they spent all this time writing it. Um, Greg is like, all right, you need to get me a real present. Um, I don't, I really, um, don't know why they even came here. I mean, I get it was his birthday, he but you would think. for the story, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I guess there's, like, a little side plot, um, that, that kind of, I, it's not even a side plot. It's just, like, Ma Mark's, um, history, because, um, Mark and Greg, they have this bet going on. I'm I never really got what the bet actually was. Um, but like the loser can like embarrass um or gets embarrassed by the winner and Greg has this big book of baby pictures of Mark as blackmail and uh, is that really black like I mean I, I don't, don't think so but but Mark is like, no, you Mark's can't terrified. show her that. Yeah, he he just is very um, embarrassed by it. Mm. I mean, because I thought it was going to be like, um, you know that episode of Spongebob where Patrick has the secret of box? Of course and... I do, Claudia. Who do you think I am? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be something like that, like the embarrassing photo at the Christmas party. Um, but no, like, because Mark goes into the kitchen, and while he's in the kitchen, um, Greg shows Jesse these baby pictures, and they're just, like, normal, like, pictures that yeah. anyone has from their childhood. Um, and I'm like... Uh, anything better? I guess it does have to be PG. Yeah, since it's... Rating. 
it is a family movie. Yeah. Um, but, okay, but here's the thing. You would think that, right? But this is going on at the same moment. We cut to the kitchen. Mark is there with Maria. And Maria is a big fan of Mark's books. And um, while they're there Wait, alone... Sorry, Maria's the caretaker of Greg oh, since oh, he's oh. elderly. Since he's old. That's his yes. whole thing, is that he's old. Yeah, that's his personality, is being old and having heart problems and dementia. Um, thing. <laughs> yeah, but um, he doesn't even... I don't think he has dementia, though. Like, Mark says that, but, like, he, I, I don't know if it's, like, supposed to be a diss or something. Cause Imagine. He's... Mark is... <laughs> Mark just sucks. I don't like this guy. When you dunk on someone for having dementia. dementia. And why are you friends with this guy that's like so much older than okay. you? Okay. And then so get mad here's when the they have dementia. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Like, so, so Maria's a fan of Mark's books. She read his latest one. Apparently is very steamy. And she basically throws herself at Mark. Like she starts making out with him. And she's like, I want to recreate what the story you told in your last book oh, and mark no. is like oh no like he's like oh actually um she's like she's making out with him and she's like oh, what, what was the inspiration for this book and he was like um actually i thought of my childhood memories of going to church so let's pray and then he oh, makes <laughs> which is why, why this the... movie's very religious well not yeah, very more religious, so than but I... like they, they bring I mean, it up a, a decent amount your movie was um, made by Mormons, and I think I don't know, but yeah, yours maybe seems mine more religious than mine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm fr I don't know if he was just saying that to get out of it because he wasn't interested, or if he actually felt this sense of like, like I said, Catholic guilt um, that he wanted. He didn't want to be sinning mm. or something. Mm. Um, very, the whole thing is strange. Yeah, so, yeah, we cut back to Jesse and Greg in the, the other room. She's totally oblivious that this has just happened. Um, it's actually not at all relevant to any of the rest of the story, so I really well, don't know why they... couldn't expect it to be. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I really don't... I guess they wanted to show that Mark is like a Casanova, that he actually does get the ladies. Um, like, they do want him, it's just like he doesn't want them. Which is oh, like, he's not a prize either. Good enough for him. <laughs> yeah that's what that's how they portray it so um yeah so we go to jesse and greg and jesse is like wow mark is so lucky to have a grandson like or a grandfather like you <laughs> and and greg is like actually mark isn't my grandson and jesse's like what and then greg's like well, he could have been, but he chose not to, what? which is like, yeah, it's kind of cryptic. Um, th they try to explain it um, in a few. This movie is only like an hour and 11 minutes long, so it, it, it's <laughs> it's pretty short. So in the next few minutes, this does get explained. Um, they go to a park. Just so They leave Greg. Um, and Jesse and Mark go to a park together. And this is where the missed connections comes in because I'm, Mark... I'm excited. <laughs> you sound excited. I'm not. Um, no, I, I got that. <laughs> I, I got that. <laughs> well, I just um, want you to know that that's how I'm feeling. 
this is this is what happens. Mark reveals that his secret hobby is going to the park and watching people make misconnections. Um, so he really, if you think about it, he was the blueprint. Oh shit! Sorry, my microphone fell. Um, we can edit that out. Sorry, I'm I'm putting a lot of editing in this um podcast. So, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, they go to the park. Mark reveals that he, really he's the blueprint for um this misconnection style media. Yeah, he's um, the because blueprint he, for everything. He's just yeah. he can't make a mistake if he tried. If he tried, he's um the perfect man. Really, mm. um he likes to watch people like make misconnections so there's this girl that goes to the park every day and um this guy leaves messages for her on the same bench and she goes to sit there every day cute yeah and the notes say like oh you're the most beautiful girl i've ever seen and whatever whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know how mark knows what the notes say but he does yeah um and she's like smiling reading them like she's very um like entranced by it and jesse's like i don't get this why don't they just talk to each other <laughs> and, <laughs> you and, <me> both, Jessie. <laughs> and and so jesse decides that she wants to sabotage this misconnection of course, she does. Of course. She yeah can't let anyone be happy no one can be happy on her watch so um she walks over while the girl is reading her note and she's like she pretends to be French because I don't know if you remember, but that's her oh, cork is boy, that she do I remember. <laughs> that she pretends to be French sometimes. So don't you worry. I don't know. It's not like this girl knows her already. She could have just like done her regular accent, but I don't know. <laughs> She's quirky like that. She's, yeah. So Are you weird? <laughs> she is weird, I guess. Um, She's like, um, excuse me, uh, I, she does, like, a terrible French accent, I can't really do any better, but she's like, excuse me, I think that note is for me, Ew. and it's something like that, that's my impression of her French accent, yes, yes, I'm, my impression of her, her impression, yeah. and the girl is like, um, are you sure? Um, uh, because, like, I've been getting these notes every day, and she's, and Jesse's like, oh, yeah, um, that those are all for me (laughs) why what's the point of this i don't know but this really made me um dislike jesse all the more so i I can't say i'm rooting for any of these characters yeah me neither they're annoying i guess mark and jesse deserve each other because they both kind of (laughs) suck they really do so um yeah, so Jesse's like, yeah, those notes are for me. And the guy is actually in the background. He's watching the girl read the notes that he leaves oh, for her. And creepy. he's like, yeah, it is a little creepy. But he's in the background, like, shaking his head like, no, it's not. And then um, Mark comes up because he doesn't want the misconnection to be ruined. Yeah, because and he he's his, like, his, you know, whatever to watch every day like a creep. Yeah, yeah. So he walks up and he's like, "Actually, I wrote the notes and they're all for you." And Jesse's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, um, I'm in love with you." And then the actual guy who writes the notes sees him confessing, mm-hmm. and he goes up and he beats up Mark, which was satisfying <gasps> to watch. Shit. To be honest, <laughs> he's I like. like that. You- 
Yeah, he's like, you ruined everything. And then the girl who gets these notes is like, what? No, like, why are you doing this? And then the guy's like, because I'm the one that writes the notes. And then she's like, wait, really? And then they, like, <laughs> fall in love. Um, That's the best yeah, so- story that we've found so far. Honestly, this is a better connection than anything Mark and Jesse have in this movie. Yeah, they're but not fun. They're not. Um, so then, uh, after this whole debacle, um, Mark and Jesse are walking through the park, and Jesse's like, "All right, so what's your story?" Um, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, I guess she was talking about his love story because that's what he starts talking about. Mm-hmm. Or no, you know what she says? She goes, um, "So why isn't Greg your grandfather?" And this so now we find out. I, 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 I can't, uh, I keep going. I'm sorry. I just, I can't no, even I believe know. how this story is going. But go ahead. I know it. It is stupid. Don't don't worry. I, I'm there with you. But Jesse's like, why isn't um, Greg your grandfather? And I kind of thought this was gonna be like an emotional scene <laughs> because no, Mark starts and he's like. Well, I've known Greg for a long time, and I fell in love with his granddaughter, and oh. I wrote a I wrote a book about her, and it was really successful. And then um, at the um, release party or whatever, um, I asked her to marry me, mm. and she said sure. And so <laughs> then, <laughs> then sure. Jesse is like. So I'm thinking, like, well, they're not together now. Like, did she die? Like, that's oh. what I thought was going to happen. But no. Um, Jesse's like, well, but you didn't marry her, did you? And he's like, no. Or, no, Jesse oh, says, shit. Jesse's like, oh, so she said no. And he's like, no, she's unsure. And <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesse's like, so, so you're not married now, are you? And Mark goes, no. And so now at this point, I think, like oh so like this original girl she must have like gotten in an accident or died or something and that's why mark is so jaded mm-hmm. no it's much stupider than that of course it is uh, <laughs> the reason mark is not with this girl anymore you know greg's granddaughter is because she answered his proposal with shore that's why he, he broke up with her because of that Shut up. <laughs> i'm Shut not up. kidding i him i know I and he's like he's like i'm i was really bummed because i really wanted to marry her but i don't want to be with someone who just answers sure to my proposal i want someone who says hell yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't i yeah hmm. yeah and that line is actually relevant to the end of the movie so um let me keep going we're, we're getting we're getting close here um <laughs> So then um Jess then Mark is like, so what's your story? And Jesse talks about how she moved to this area because so she met Trent in college and he wooed her with food um because he brought her waffles and crepes oh, every yeah, morning. Yeah, which yeah, because he makes her dessert, right? Yeah, mm. it comes back which is like I feel bad for Trent because it's like he remembers things like that and he's trying to trying to bring back the magic and she's out here cheating on him well i mean they're both kind of a mess yeah they both are you're, you're not wrong i just I, I i i like i said i'm being more lenient on him because he's a himbo but 
Um, anyway, so yeah, that's what she says, and she says that Trent was moving to the area, and she wanted to be with him, so she took a job in the same place, mm. and yet, the area um, that we don't know about because they won't tell us where they are. Exactly, where they only have one sandwich shop as their only restaurant, yeah. <laughs> um, and yet they haven't moved in together. Like it's not even clear if they're actually like in a relationship or if this is just like. A will they, won't they? We don't know. <laughs> um, of course we don't. Yeah, so then Mark is making moves on Jesse. He puts his, um, he's wearing a blazer, and I guess the sun is going down, so he puts the blazer over her shoulders. Oh, it's and then, now. yeah, yeah, it's about to be nighttime finally after everybody keeps calling, um, the whole period of the movie nighttime. Oh, so it's just, a, it just happens over the course of one day. Yeah, but but uh, wait till you hear what happens in the end. So then, um, Mark and Jesse slow dance in the park, and they're about to. Yeah, um, a lot happens at the park. I guess there's like three whole, um, I guess four, including Greg's house, but. There's four areas in this movie that we see. I don't think the budget was uh, that good. (laughs) I had more Uh, production value, literally, in my Spanish Spanish class in high school when I had to make a Don Quixote story with my friends. We had more sets than that. (laughs) Yeah, um, so... (laughs) You've seen seen that video. You know. I have, I have. uh, There's definitely more than five sets. Trust me, I I totally agree with you. Like the production value on your Don Quixote um <laughs> movie was much higher than it was for this movie. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So they're slow dancing. They're about to kiss, and then Jesse's phone rings. Mm. And guess who it is? Guess. Um. Trent. It is Trent, and he's I like, mean, there's only hey. Like- four characters <laughs> yeah. so it was either the old guy or trent i mean i had a pretty and good and the shot. old guy doesn't have her number um yeah, so yeah so she picks up and trent is like hey babe like come home i have a surprise for you yeah so then jesse's like well i should really get home and mark is like okay and then he realizes that Trent and Jesse are still like together. She, I, I think maybe she says like she's still trying to figure it out, mm. um, but he's not mad about it. He's just like, all right. He he takes her home, and then um, he realizes that he's in love with her. So yeah, wait, Mark realizes he's in love with Jesse. Yes, sorry, that was unclear. So Mark drives and, Jesse and home. What? What character traits has she shown in, <laughs> throughout this that makes him fall in love with her? This girl doesn't have a personality. No, she doesn't. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and, and I can say that. I mean, I know I'm not, like, making it sound like, you know, I'm, I'm not, like, doing her any favors. But I promise you, like, I am describing, like, exactly as I as I watched it. Claudia, so I, I believe you 100%. <laughs> This movie so, does not pass the Bechdel. Wait, what? The Bechdel test? Yeah. I mean, there's two female characters. They interact at the end, and it's not a good interaction. And it is about Mark. Um. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Mark parks in her apartment parking lot, 
and um, she goes into her apartment, and Trent has this red velvet cake that he made Aww. for her, and he's like, "I'm surprised he knows how to cook." I know I wouldn't have figured I'm it, but he's work in oven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know who let him near the oven, but um, he makes this cake. It's actually a really nice looking cake. It okay. says, um, "Happy moving day," because he's like, "All right, babe. Like, I'm I'm sorry that I was so hesitant. Like, you're the only one for me." And I want to move in with you. These people make very big decisions very quickly. Yeah. And Jessie's like, oh, really? And now she's hesitant because she thinks she likes Mark. Great. And he's like, there's, like, why, who else would you want to be with? That's what um, Trent says. Mm. And Jessie's like, oh, I don't know. Mind you, she's still wearing um, Mark's jacket that he put over her. Oh, my. And Trent isn't like, <laughs> hey, where's this man's jacket from? Yeah, no, he is like that. He's like, oh, where'd you get this um, blazer from? And, okay, let me tell you, Trent is buff and Mark is, like, lanky. So, um, Jesse goes, oh, it's yours. I got it from your closet. <laughs> like, Listen, bitch. Okay. Don't you try and, and gaslight my, my himbo Mark here. Uh, oh, my himbo Trent here. Trent is also like, kind of a himboish name yeah yeah um i mean there's too many there's only five characters and it's too many um, <laughs> but but yeah so trent like goes along with this he's like oh okay he doesn't question it um and then um mark comes back up because he's gonna try to to win jesse back i guess and and Trent answers the door and he recognizes Mark because, you know, if you remember, Mark gave him relationship yeah. advice at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, Mark and thought so... he was jerking off in the public bathroom. <laughs> yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so Trent is like, babe, this guy's awesome. Like, and he invites him inside. And, Great. you know, Jesse is like, oh, Meanwhile, like. Trent, how did this guy figure out where you live? <laughs> I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. These but you're so right. So trusting. Trent's like, oh, dude, you thought I was jerking off in the bathroom. Come into my house. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, that's really funny. Um, so yeah, now um, what's his face? Mark realizes that Jesse and Trent are are the couple. Um, that, that Trent is this guy that she was talking about. And he starts talking about, like, like Trent's like, oh, how was your day? Like, what'd you do? And, and Mark is like, well, I went on a date with this girl, but she was pretty weird. And he starts, like, insulting her with her no, there as, like, a little diss. so I guess. angry. Yeah. Little, <laughs> then, he's like a little bitch boy right now. Yeah. And, and then, went on and one then, date and you brought her to an elderly man's house to give him a sandwich. And now yeah. you're in love with her? Yeah. Well, and then Jesse's like listening to this. Like she's right there. She knows that he's just like having a little dig at her. And she's mm -hmm. like, well, maybe your date was just nervous. And <laughs> then they have like a, a little spat. But then um, Trent is like, hey, babe, like, can I have my, my jacket back? Because um, I'm going to go out. I don't know what he's going out he's for. So <laughs> he's yeah, so stupid. He's so like, stupid. <laughs> he is. He's like, can I have my coat back? And she's like, oh, sure. Right. And then um, 
he she gives him the blazer and he puts it on it doesn't fit at all <laughs> he's just like all right and he goes and he doesn't say anything about it not fitting yeah no he doesn't say anything you just see him like bulging he out of this blazer like, oh, and made some gains today <laughs> yeah. he's like wow feeling extra swole today yeah. um and he walks out and then mark and and jesse are alone i say i say here trent radiating himbo energy <laughs> um <laughs> i know i said i was only gonna mention it the one time but i just had to say it um no we've said it a lot yeah I've said um, a lot. this isn't even my story <laughs> i mean you can feel it that's how much of the himbo energy mm-hmm. is radiating um so yeah like i said jesse was hesitant once trent like actually decided that he wanted to move in um mark is like has been trying to cuck trent before his his very eyes um he doesn't even know it weasel who's like oh he'll never figure this out (laughs) like he really is like that and and cunning and conniving he probably he really is a slytherin tattoo (laughs) <laughs> he probably does i bet he does um he seems like the type i bet he was um, in a quidditch league he definitely was he, oh this guy's a fuck a fucking nerd i, yeah, I wasn't sure Trent, if i could curse played, but like rugby or like ultimate frisbee in college oh yeah trent was a rugby player for sure yeah um, that man would come home on saturdays completely covered in dirt i don't know how sports work yeah, no, that's why he's such a himbo now is because of all of the head injuries that he suffered yeah. playing college Aww. sports. That's in my head canon though. That's not in the script. Anyway, so Mark and Jesse are alone for a minute and um he's like, "Jesse, I love you. It's been a day, mind you." I cannot <laughs> it's stress been a enough day. that it's only been a day less than a day really because he picked her up at like i I would say like 12 and she got home at like six it's yeah. been six hours how do you fall in love That's with someone in six hours love, my friend i guess Is yeah um so, love story um yeah i mean <laughs> uh, yeah um so anyway while Trent is going downstairs, you see the girl that Mark stood up um, sitting at the end of the stairs. She's, She's crying. Still She's still there. It's been hours. Yeah. yeah you don't it's... even know this man. I mean, I know it must suck to like be stood up like that, but girl, I mean, you don't even know him. I mean, full disclosure, like I've been stood up before, but um, I, you know, after the first like hour, you got to give up. Just go home. <laughs> yeah don't don't wait like if it's been an hour and they haven't said anything they're not coming but then again i don't think they text in this movie so i don't know how he was gonna contact her um so anyway but this is irrelevant i guess that was just a little easter egg that they wanted us to see um Anyway, Trent reaches into the the blazer pocket and he sees a business card that's like covered in hearts and has Mark's name on it. And now he's pissed because he realizes that Mark came to steal his girl. Um, I'm proud so, of him figuring it out. Yeah, I yeah. I, 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 I was, I was, I was impressed that he could read the card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, he goes back upstairs and he immediately punches Mark in the face and he's like, babe, how could you want to be with this guy? He's a total dweeb. I mean, and he's then, right. 
I mean, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong at shit all. Out of him. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was so ha- every time I see Mark get like hurt, it, it's very um, exciting for me. Yeah. So then Mark goes into this whole speech, and he's like. You're, I never knew what I was searching for, and now I realize that you're the perfect girl for me, and, like, you're my, um, he starts talking about fucking Helen of Troy, and how she's his Helen of Troy, or something like that, and then she goes, all right, Mark, then what's my name? And at this point, we realize, yes, (laughs) we realize he doesn't doesn't know know what her name is. Of course he doesn't. Oh my gosh, so then she kicks him out, and she's with Trent, and, um... And then the movie ends, please say it ends. No, (laughs) no, no, there's more. Um, so then Trent and her are cuddling, and he's like, I know that we've been through some stuff, but I forgive you for what you did today. And she gets mad at this, she's like, wait, you forgive me? Of course Um, she gets mad at this. Yeah, so then she basically dumps him because he says this, and Wait. she's like, "What? Fa- I I moved here for you, and you couldn't even decide if you wanted to move in, and no, now you're true. telling me you forgive she's got me." A point that's there, true. But she does have she a point. Does about have a point. Else. Yeah, no, she has a point. So so he's like, "Babe, I don't know why you're mad." And then she kicks him out of the apartment, and then she opens the door again, and he's like, "Oh, I knew you'd forgive me," but she doesn't forgive him. She just throws the cake that he made in in his face that's fucked also wait isn't it his apartment i don't know <laughs> i thought it was his apartment I, I don't know where this man lives he could be homeless for all i know because i I think it, i'm pretty sure it's hers but like he's there a lot like she walks in and he'll be there so <laughs> there was no reason um, to throw out a perfectly good cake at least give it to the girl crying on the stairs seriously um but no jesse doesn't think about other people (laughs) um so yeah she kicks him out and then she realizes wait i'm also in love with mark so then the next day yeah (laughs) just such a powerful connection um anyway so the next day they um or she goes back to the sandwich shop and mark's sister julia is there and she's like, oh, have, do, is Mark here? And Julia's like, who are you? And um, and she's like, your your brother's in love with me. And Julia thinks that that um, Jesse is like this crazy fan of Mark's. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's so world renowned. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm watching this and I'm like, this man writes romance novels. Like, that's the type of shit you see, like, at the checkout line at the grocery store. Like, yeah, nobody's, no one knows who you are. Like, and at the very least, if they know your name, they don't know what you look like. Exactly. Um. So, so Jesse's like, we spent the whole day together yesterday, and he's in love with me, and I, I want, I want to apologize to him, blah blah blah, and. So Julia is like, oh, yeah, I'll get right in touch with him. Instead, she calls the cops a cab. (laughs) (laughs) She calls the cops because she's like, there's this crazy girl here and you got to take her away. Um, Jesse doesn't want to get arrested and she sees her calling the cops. So she leaves the store. Um, Then she goes to Greg's house and Maria answers the door. And um, she's like... 
do you know where Mark is? And Maria's like, no, like, I'm not sure, but maybe you can find him at the park. And then later you see, um, you see Mark comes around to Greg's house and he's talking to Maria and Maria's like, I'm sorry that I acted like that. I was just like so into the book and I'm really embarrassed about it. And Mark's like, oh, that's okay, but I sure am missing Jesse right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Maria's like, uh, like, like you should, you should try to find her. And, um, at some point, Jesse talks to her dad again, the one that is really bad at acting, like more so than everybody else in this movie already is. Um, give him a break. <laughs> he's the only good character. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's only on screen for a total of maybe five minutes. Um, but she's Skyping with him and she's, ta- she's talking to him about how she met this guy and she, she like hit it off with him and and her dad is like well now that you broke up with trent you need to be open to to meeting new people and so she's like you're right dad i'm gonna go find mark and he's like day yeah (laughs) and he's like wait no that's not what i mean because i think he wanted her to move back home um this dad yeah um he's a good guy anyway horrible horrible pacing yeah um so (laughs) she goes to the park and mark's there and he's like and and she says to him hey are you weird call back to (laughs) to their first meeting how sweet is that (laughs) yeah and um i I, oh i forgot to say um jesse has a job but i don't know what it is (laughs) i don't i don't see her working at all um but anyway yeah so she sees him like turned around she says that he turns around and he's like i don't know maybe a little he's like you want to like give it a try with me and she says hell yeah call back to (laughs) to what he wants in a girl yep all he wants that's the only thing he wants yeah just for a woman who can say hell yeah when he asks if -hmm. if they want to be together and then they kiss and the movie is over so that's the end (laughs) wow claudia i'm really sorry that you had to watch that that was really bad yeah it was pretty bad um but i do have some ratings so let's just get right to it scores all right so first of all you might be surprised by some of these um go ahead go ahead so for a story, I actually gave it a two point five. I know I didn't that know sounds. You could do halves. I you probably couldn't. I would round if we can't do halves, then I'll round down to two. No, you can give it a half. I don't. I don't care. Okay, I, I said two point five. The reason being because like I feel like the pacing sounds terrible, and it is, but um, it was short enough that it was not such a chore to get through like again it was bare it, it was like a yeah, little bit long. over <laughs> it, it sounds long but but they fit a lot in there so um yeah so for the length and also because i don't know i i i, I mean it was all right like it could have been worse so I don't I don't think that was the worst part of the movie. So I gave it two point five. Um, it just wasn't like offensively bad to me. So I didn't feel like I could justify giving it. I could maybe justify giving it a two, but one is just like I don't know. I just didn't I didn't feel it. Yeah. 
Now for characters. Um, I gave it a two. Really? Um, yeah, I know that sounds that also sounds high. <laughs> that just really shows how low the bar is, is that like on a scale of, of one to two, two is high. Oh. Um but I so I would have given it a one. If it had only been um Jesse and Mark, it would have been a one. I'd hate them. But I did like Trent and I liked Greg too, so yeah, I guess if, the other two characters yeah. kind of bring it back but the the mains are horrible yeah um so originally i gave the acting a two because it was pretty bad i might even give it like i don't know that dad's performance like you really need to see it to believe it like <laughs> like it was just so i've never seen worse acting and i know he's only a side character he's barely in the movie but like that performance just like was i was powerful. like it was a powerful oh, performance is what i'm hearing. yeah it was it was impactful for sure mm. and so i'm kind of inclined to rank it lower now because i just have never seen anything like that like i've seen bad acting before but i've just never been so shell-shocked by <laughs> <laughs> i gotta watch this now by um and and it's like like i said he's barely in the movie but he made it he made that big of an impact yeah. that um I'm, I'm talking about it now still so that's what i gave for acting I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it was a one but i'll have to recalculate my average yeah. um <laughs> so for romance um i gave it a one like yeah this no you're every, right about that yeah, um, every relationship in this movie is bad. Even <laughs> among the likable characters, even among them, um, it's it's bad. Well, there's two likable characters and they don't interact. So if there's a like a special test for um for likable characters instead of women, pass. yeah, this one failed. And um, I don't know, like Mark and Jesse knew each other for one day and they decide that, you know, that's enough for them. Not to mention the fact that, I mean, it's not like Trent and Jesse's relationship is better either. I mean, they're falling apart in their own way. So, I'm yeah, that's all I have to say on that. Um, I just feel like these people should not be in relationships in general. Yeah, I don't think any of them should be. Like, I think there should be laws against dating people like Trent because that's a clear abuse of your power. <laughs> so, Poor is Trent. that problematic? Poor Trent. Um, and I don't, I don't know, like... It's just no one in this movie should be in a relationship, really. I mean, Julia and her husband, who are also barely in the movie, but, you know, they have an okay relationship, I guess. But I don't know, man. It, it just, I, I don't know. It just wasn't very good, any of it. So, so yeah. So what are you giving it for overall? Overall, I gave it a two. Okay. Um I couldn't give it a one because I think I would watch this just because of how bad it was. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, you want to watch it as a gag. Yeah, I would watch it as a gag. Um, I, I, I mean, it's bad. I don't even know if it's, like, good, bad enough to say that, but I also think, like, like it wasn't that funny. I wasn't laughing out loud with how bad it was. It's just... <laughs> 
something to behold, I guess. Oh, so that means my overall average for this movie was a 1.7. 1.7 out of 10? 4 out of 4. Oh, I didn't realize you were calculating it like that. Cause I did yeah, that's why I was stalling for so long, because I was trying to use my calculator. Oh, okay. I didn't do mine like that. I'm going to have to figure mine out. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Take your time. Well, Claudia, so so would you recommend this movie to a friend? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would watch it, like, at a a party or something. I wouldn't tell someone to go and watch this on their own. Like, there's just... It's like when you watch a bad movie by yourself. What's the fun in that? You don't have anyone to... I totally agree with you. There's no fun in that. Yeah, so um, watch it. Watch it as a gag, guys. I might watch it now. All right. Well, let me know what you think. All right, Claudia. So, so. thank you for that. <laughs> um, good episode. Thanks. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess stay tuned for part two that we're gonna put out, where I'm gonna talk about the Misconnections movie that I watched and rank it against Claudia's. So yes, stick this around is a for two-parter. We're keeping you reeled in um, because you're certainly not going to want to miss the next one. No, it's really juicy. No, it, like it oh. actually is. I, I really am excited to talk about this. I, I, I don't know if I should believe you or not. Are no, you being you ironic? I'm, okay, okay. I'm not being ironic. It's pretty good. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you next Saturday. Want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners, supporters, Instagram followers, uh, Spotify followers, um, Dan Glenzig for the intro and outro music. We always want to thank you for that. Anything yes. else you want to add, Claw? No, um, but we love you. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>